everyone. I'm Kelly Mobeck, a coach and a leadership trainer, and I'm super passionate about helping you find out who you are authentically as a leader, own it, and go out and make an impact in your life and the lives of others. This world needs your leadership, your gifts, your unique brilliance, and I believe that real leaders don't wait, they create. I know firsthand that life is gonna throw us curveballs, that we're gonna doubt our greatness, our ideas, and our contributions. And my goal is that you believe in yourself beyond reason, and I get to be a coach and a champion for you each week so that you feel inspired, motivated, and most important, in action toward your unique impact in this world. So let's jump in. Hi there, everyone. Welcome to today's episode. This is Coach Kelly, and today we're going to explore empathy versus sympathy, with the emphasis really being on creating empathy. I feel like exploring empathy is so wanted and needed right now in the world, and I think collectively, more seeking to understand before being understood would be such a great reminder, and they go hand in hand. I want to credit a great man, Stephen Covey, for introducing the world to seeking to understand before being understood. It's such a powerful principle that helps us take the lead in our life and also in creating empathy. So let's dive in. What is empathy and the distinctions between empathy and sympathy? I really think Brene Brown states it really well when she said, empathy fuels connection and sympathy drives disconnection. I'm going to just say that one more time. Empathy fuels connection and sympathy drives disconnection. So what does that mean? I think that when people feel understood, which comes from empathy, um, that, that really does bring us together. And sympathy drives disconnection because sympathy is more feeling sorry for someone. And I, I don't know that people want to feel sorry. I think they want to feel connected. So I just love that quote, Brene Brown. And so let's dive into empathy a little bit further. Empathy is the ability to be with people in a way that honors their perspective, feeling their feelings with them, staying out of judgment, recognizing emotions, and being able to communicate their emotion. It truly requires us to seek to understand before being understood over and over and over again. I just can't emphasize that enough. So why is empathy important? Because it drives connection. And, you know, especially with all the recent events occurring, we are crying out for more connection, more understanding, and more action. Empathy is truly about being with people from a place of vulnerability. And we don't always do that naturally because society dictates that if we're vulnerable or tap into our emotions, then we must be weak. And truly, vulnerability is not weakness. It's a world-class value of being a leader and one of the most challenging to access, but the one that drives true relationships and connection. When human beings connect, there's so much more possibility to create strong partnerships. Sympathy agrees with people's feelings. Empathy feels the feelings with them. 
it seems natural that we would want to agree with people's feelings, but that's not actually how we're wired. When we're down, it probably feels good for a minute for people to hop on the pity party train with us. The challenge is that there's nothing available to us on that train. We don't really need people to jump into the pity party train with us. I'm here to tell you that most people really don't want you to. They want you to be with them and help them feel heard and understood, not necessarily agreed with. As human beings, we crave being heard. We want to be understood, but we don't really always want to be agreed with. Empathy allows us to feel with another human being whether we agree or we don't. And we are definitely not always agreeing, and we don't need to. However, If we want to come together, connect, and begin to understand each other, we must lean into empathy. When we feel that others are in tune with us, we feel validated, which is what we're trying to get when we attempt to get others on the pity party train. But if you think about it later, are you really validated at your core? or pacified by being right in the moment and gathering people to, you know, acknowledge, yes, you're right. By creating empathy, bonds are strengthened and the other person is more likely to work with you than against you. I want to add something in here really quick, just as a sidebar. Self-care is essential when it comes to being empathetic. It really is challenging and hard to access empathy when we're depleted. Um, We talked about that in the first episode, Life Happens for Us, Not to Us. And we we talked about it also, I think, in the uh, third episode about choosing our attitude. Um, When you find yourself annoyed, triggered, judgmental with others, getting frustrated really easily... That's a big clue, self-care is in order. So you want to do some things to take care of yourself, take a break. And we will talk about self-care in a future episode because it's super important. Keep in mind too that this is also really important. Empathy is not about generating a silver lining. We do that out of our own discomfort, you guys. So it's not our job to create silver linings for people. People will create their own silver linings. And again, we do that out of our own discomfort and wanting to make things better for people. And think about this for a second. An empathetic response never leads with, well, at least, and then you fill in the blank. And I want you to think about that for a minute when you've really been up against it or missed a deadline, or blew a project, or whatever it was, and someone said, well, at least you X, Y, Z. It gets you at the gut. And again, I think that we as human beings default to that because we're uncomfortable and we don't know what to say. So here's the thing. It is completely okay to say, I don't even know what to say right now. And you know what? I'm grateful you told me. It's also okay to know that you don't understand and to have conversations where you seek to understand and set those up. It's okay. But we don't do it because we feel vulnerable, right? Be vulnerable. Let people know if you don't know what to say, I don't know what to say. But I am super grateful you told me, and I really want to understand that and have a conversation with you about it. 
You also want to listen with your whole being. Not just what you think, but your whole being. And you want to listen without judgment and without offering solutions. Now, I'll tell you, how many times are you in a conversation and someone's talking to you and you are already formulating a response? You are not being present. You are not listening with your whole being. And how many times are you already like, Mm-mm, they are on the wrong track. Okay, now we're judging, right? And we want to we we help them and get them somewhere. So we jump in by offering solutions. Don't do that. Don't do that. People are super resourceful. And when their ideas come from themselves, they're going to be much more empowered to take action on it. Practice simply listening and being with the person. This takes practice. This does not happen overnight. If you feel like you want to jump in with a solution, turn that into a question. Instead of telling them what to do, ask them a what if. Ask them a question. See what happens in the conversation. You guys, practice, practice, practice this. Start this today. Start this today. Empathy is the heart of having difficult conversations, and it also helps manage conflict. It's a way to completely model respect. And respect is honoring another world's view despite your opinion about it or whether you agree with them. It's about respecting their worldview. Empathy requires you to be calm. In fact, being calm is a superpower. Did you know that? Being calm is a superpower. Think about it. Energetically, the ability to diffuse a situation always comes from calm, never frantic, ever. So I have a challenge for you all. Take on calm as a practice as you're prepared to be with another person from a place of empathy. And here's how it goes. First, breathe. Slow down. So just calm yourself, ground yourself, breathe and slow down. And then here's some great questions that you can ask that come from empathy. You're going to ask yourself these questions first and foremost. Who do I want to be in this situation? Who do I want to be? Keep breathing and then begin to ask some more questions with the other person. What do you want versus what's wrong? Ask another person. You know, when we say what's wrong, I'm telling you, it takes us down a tunnel and it's a tunnel that we don't want to go. It's like, stop, Alice, do not go down that rabbit hole, but ask people what they want. I always used to say this, um, like if I ever heard my kids complaining, I know behind a complaint, there's a request. So I'd ask them, what do they want instead of what's wrong? And we'd get a lot further that way. Do this with your team members, do this with employees. I promise you, it really works. Invite conversation to learn others' perspective. Seek to understand before being understood. Thank you, Stephen Covey. I'm going to say it again. Invite conversation to learn each other's perspective. Seek to understand before being understood. It's going to require you asking questions. Seeking to understand another's perspective is key to empathy. Feel with others without fixing. And again, we go to fix because we're uncomfortable in feeling. Now, it doesn't mean that if somebody is crying that you've got to start crying. I'm not saying you've got to take that on, 
be with them in their feelings without fixing. So if you find yourself wanting to come in and fix, you're not really being present with the, with the person you're with. Your goal here is to let the other person offer up what's happening for them instead of you telling them what's happening for them. And then you get to pay close attention to two types of information and focus on their subjective experience. And those are the words they use to describe their thoughts and feelings and the words used to describe their desires and expectations. That's it. I'm going to say that again. You get to focus on two types of information. The words they use to describe their thoughts and feelings and the words used to describe their desires and expectations. It's powerful. Try on asking what questions versus why questions. So, you know, I never say try. But I say try on like a pair of pants, meaning see if it fits for you. Practice this. Ask questions that are what questions. What do you want? Not why questions. Why can send you down, again, the rabbit hole. You don't want to go there. So think of it this way. You know, say you've got an employee who is late and you come in and you're like, why are you late? Oftentimes, that's going to put them on the defense. And then what that's going to do is start generating excuses. Now you've gone down the rabbit hole. But if you ask them, what happened that you are late? This then has them look at their choices that they made, and it begins to explore accountability and ownership versus excuses. And it's a, it's a much calmer conversation. Okay? So you're moving from blaming and attacking to empathy and understanding. So how do you generate empathy? I'm telling you all, this is so important. A leader, and we're all leaders, right? Because we're taking the lead in our life. We're all leaders, if I'm being honest before we start pretending. Sometimes I hear that from people like, oh, no, 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 no. I don't want that job. I don't want to be a leader. And I'll ask them, who's running your life? That would be you. So you're a leader. Um, So leaders' greatest assets are this, empathy and perspective. And perspective, we're going to talk about in a future episode because that's a biggie. So being a leader in your life means you get to be vulnerable. I can't say this enough. So what does that even mean? Being vulnerable is being willing to admit, I don't know. I made a mistake. I don't know how. It's okay not to know. It's okay to ask questions. It's okay to find out. We have generated a society of lies, hides, and fakes out of not willing to embrace the true meaning of vulnerability. And vulnerability is the key ingredient to empathy. When we cultivate a culture of empathy, we encourage being honest before we start pretending and growth. We truly do not know what is really going on in someone else's life. We don't have to be right because it's not about winning and losing. So remember that, you guys. We don't have to be right. It's about being in relationship. It's not about winning or losing. So a superpower tool of empathy is listening. So the tool is simply this. Practice active listening. Be neutral and nonjudgmental. Can't say it enough. Be neutral and non-judgmental. Be patient. 
Periods of silence are not to be filled. It's okay to be in the awkward silence. Verbal and nonverbal feedback to show signs of listening, maybe smiling, some eye contact, maybe some leaning in if it's appropriate. Um, those are some nonverbal feedback to show that you're listening. Here's one that's a biggie. When someone's talking to you, don't pick up the phone. Don't pick up the phone and start looking at it. Turn it over and pretend it's not there. The minute you pick up that phone, you have now just disengaged and the other person has made up, I'm not important. Okay, so that's not coming from empathy. You're going to want to ask curious questions to seek to understand, reflect back what's being said, and ask for clarification to be sure that you heard them and not what you think you heard. So again, ask for clarification to be sure you're hearing them and not what you think we heard, okay? Summarize the conversation, and now we're going to be on the same page of understanding, and now we're going to have that experience of empathy, and now we're going to be creating a connection, and so much more will open up from a place of possibility by being there. So I'm going to close this with a challenge Lean into empathy this week in all your conversations, every one of them. Use active listening. Seek to understand before being understood. Try on the practices we went over today and notice what shifts in your relationships, both personally and professionally. And then at the end of the week, evaluate what you noticed. Did you see anything different? And then ask yourself, how can empathy support me and my relationships in the week ahead? And do it again. And do it again. And do it again. I am so curious at what will begin to shift collectively if we all take this on. What would shift naturally and perhaps even globally? We're one person and we are one person that can do our part. So let's start with empathy and let's start with listening more and understanding another's perspective. What might be possible? Oh, I'm so curious. Let's take it on and see. And remember, I can never say this enough, you guys, trust that more is going to be revealed. So take pause, let go of worry, doubt, and anxiousness, let go of whatever we make up vulnerability is supposed to be and just know it's the key ingredient in empathy. Be empathetic and let's be the best version of ourselves. So thank you so much for listening today. I really trust there was some great value for you as you move through your day and week and you take the lead in your life. I really would love to hear what you're creating along the way and as always, any questions you want to address, send them in or even record them and we'll play them live on episodes and take them on together. How fun is that? So let's keep this party going and stay connected. I'd be happy to support you any way I can in you taking the lead in your life. You can find me at kellyjmobeck.com and on Instagram at Coach Kelly Mobeck. Have a great week ahead. And if it's not shaping up the way you want it to, take the lead and create a fantastic one. Have a great week, you guys. Talk to you soon. Thanks for listening to another episode of Let's Be Honest Before We Start Pretending. 
For more resources on taking the lead in your life, head over to kellyjmobeck.com and connect with me on Instagram at Coach Kelly Mobeck. If this episode was helpful for you, please feel free to share it with friends, rate and review it on iTunes. That's Apple Podcasts now. And at any time, feel free to connect with me and let me know what you want to hear next or what you're working on. I'm happy to help. Thanks again for listening. And here's to you taking the lead in your life.